When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, it is true. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer. If I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. And I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you, each and every one of you who have made this the number one self-help show in the country. I am grateful for you and all you've done. You told your friends, you told your coworkers, you told your family members, turn in, turn on this show. Now it's on the podcast. And many of you are sharing the podcast with your friends and all the millennials. I want to thank all the millennials and uh, Generation Z and and all of the other generations who are making this show part of their routine on podcasts or whether you're listening on podcasts or whether you're listening on the network. 
I am grateful for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, you know, for those who listen, I start every show with that minute. It's called God's Minute. It was written by Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor, who encouraged and inspired a young ML, as he was known, when he came to Morehouse College to be great, to do great, and to dream big. And so that minute is a powerful minute. And so I start every show, every interview, every speech with that minute. And then I take a moment at the beginning of this show to give God some glory, to give him some praise, to thank him for life and strength. I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe, but I'm going to give God glory because I've all the blessings he has brought my way. Not just talking about the fact we got best-selling books and television and radio. No, no, I'm grateful for life, strength and health. I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful for friends. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I've learned that when you have a gratitude and a gratitude attitude, it changes your life. I have one more gratitude. I want to thank our sponsor, our sponsor for this year. You might have heard of me talk about them over and over again. Every week I talk about Truist Bank. We want to take a moment to thank Truist Financial. Look, two great banks came together to create an even greater bank, Truist. They have a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities with combined resources, collective passion, and continuous pursuit of innovation. Truist is opening the door to a better financial experience to help people and businesses around America to do more, be more, and achieve more. See what the future of finance is shaping up to be at Truist.com. That's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truist Bank, member FDIC. And let me tell you what Truist means. It means unselfish concern for the welfare of others. And that could not be a better bank name. And and I got one more surprise for y'all today. My guest today is the CEO, the chairman of Truist Financial, the one and only Kelly King. Now, let me tell you a little about this guy. He's not just an everyday ordinary guy. He's chairman and chief executive officer of Truist Financial Corporation. He began his career uh, joining the management development program of Truist's predecessor, which was BB&T Bank. His career at BB&T included leadership roles in commercial and retail banking, operations, insurance, corporate finance, uh, investment services, capital markets. He served as chief operating officer of BB&T. And then from there, he went on to become the president of BB&T. He was named president and chief executive officer and then chairman and chief executive officer of the company in January and became the chairman. Then he went on to do greater things. He served at the Federal Advisory Council of Federal Reserve System from 2013 to uh, 2016 as his president in 2016. He served on the board of the Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond. He has uh, been been all over the place. He's a current born member of Best Inc., the Clearinghouse Foundation for the Carolinas. He is all over. He's the chairman of so many. I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to tell you what his, what his real claim to frame is. He's a friend of my friend, Nido Kubain, who you all know has been on this show many times, the president of High Point University and a board member of Truist. And he is also uh, connected with my dear friend, Dante Wilson, who is a senior VP there at Truist. And I'm honored to have Kelly King as my guest here on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Kelly, thank you for coming and be with me, friend. Thank you, Willie. It's great to be with you. And may I start out by saying I share your faith and and let's just both join together and give glory to God today for Amen. 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 
That's we start with that because that that is the truth. And I know that uh, I stake a I kind of take a stand when I tell people, and then they say, you know, we love the fact that you are clear about your faith. Well, one of my mentors was Zig Ziglar. I replaced yeah. him on the Get Motivated tour when he passed away, and I was on that tour for four years as a as his replacement, opening up every city where we went. And Zig encouraged me, Willie, always. Let people know where you stand in your faith. And I, I and, and that was good counsel. So I I'm I'm appreciate that. Well, Kelly, I gave him a thumbnail sketch. You are, you're chairman of so many operations. You're the CEO and the chief executive officer of Truist. You've been so successful, but where did you come from? Where did this guy come from? I know you came from North Carolina, but tell us, where did this guy, I gave him the thumbnail sketch. Where did you come from and how did you get to be who you are today? Thanks, Willie. I, uh, and I, I start by giving uh, God glory for this because my life has been really so blessed. I, um, I, I was born in the, uh, the public housing uh, project. Uh, we didn't have anything. Uh, we had a challenge. You were, you were not born in Crystal Stair. You didn't have a, a, a glass cup or a silver spoon put in your mouth. Right? You know? my, 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 in fact, Willie, I was, I was uh, 13 years old. I was still living on a farm in a plank house. You ever seen a plank house on a farm? It's like there's, there's no insulation, there's no running water, there's no central heat. In January, wow. you go outside to an outhouse uh, and you bring in water from a bucket from a well. So, so I grew up really, really poor. Wow. Uh, but I was I was blessed and uh, I was able to you know get scholarships and borrow money and go to school and I got an undergraduate degree and a graduate degree and and I started with uh, with predecessors. You said BBT in 1972. So I've been here 49 years. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, on, only in America, with the blessing of God, can you start from where I started and be the CEO of the seventh largest uh, commercial bank in the country. So I, I'm oh, really blessed. That is a blessing. So you started in a rural plank house without running water and with an uh, outhouse, and you uh, had some principles. So there were some principles that were instilled in you somewhere along the way, because you don't just happen to come from that to be successful. What were the principles, your parents or your grandparents or your aunts and uncle, what did they put in a Kelly, a, a young Kelly King to, to make him come to a company and work hard and have the mindset to keep not, to not uh, uh, or, or stray away or, 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 or to uh, do the half cut corners or anything like that to work hard. What were the principles? So, so from my mom, uh, I got the principles of honesty, and compassion. Mm. Uh, she, she, you know, had challenges like we all do, but she instilled in me and my three siblings, you know, always be honest uh, and, and be compassionate, love others. Uh, and my dad uh, instilled in me discipline and commitment and hard work. Uh, I, I still remember growing up on the farm there, Willie, uh, you know, one of the things that my dad would have to do would be to do our jobs to supplement our little meager income. Yes. And so I remember one fall day, it was really cold and he was he was laying blocks to build a little room and I was his helper. So my job was to help bring the cinder block over and make the cement and, and uh, it was cold. So I would stand there with my hands in my pocket and shivering, knowing that I needed to go get some cinder block and bring them to him because they needed them. But I would wait till he would tell me to go get them. He told me one day, he said, son, you'll never go get anything done in life with your hands in your pocket. Wow. Isn't that strong? That's a great, that's great. That is great. And that's true. And that is so true. And he told you that to encourage you to be proactive, to, to not right. wait for things to happen, standing around waiting. You, 
you use those hands, you go and folks, there's a lesson, you know, if for those who listen all the time, I'm pulling the pearls that come from people who I interview, that we must be proactive, and we must look for opportunities to be helpful, because that is where the opportunities are the best way to success is find a problem and solve it. Man, am I right, Kelly? Yeah, yeah. And I'll give you another little uh, pearl of wisdom he gave me. So one day when I was trying to learn how to plow the field to plant cotton and corn and things, yes, you know, my mind was worrying about everything in the world. And, you know, when I get to the end of the row, it was just as crooked as a snake. And so he, <laughs> he, he stopped me one day and he said, look, son, you can't plow but one row at a time. Mm. And what he meant by that was, don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. Focus on plowing this row. If you get it right, then maybe you get a chance to plow the next row right. Wow. So that was another wisdom. That's strong. Oh, my gosh. That is strong, and that is powerful wisdom. Folks, I'm hoping you're getting this. Well, Kelly King has gone on to create this terrific opportunity called Truist Bank, Truist Financial. Now it is the seventh largest bank in America. And uh, how, how, how did you choose to disrupt yourself that, that Truist would come to be? So, so this is a, this is a story that we ought to all really pay attention to because, you know, the world really started changing fast about about 20 years ago. I really call it kind of the Amazon effect, you know, because yes. there was a paradigm shift in our country, largely in the world, where people said, you know, I want what I want when I want it right here, right now, you know, right. in my fingertips. Right. Uh, and and companies, big companies that didn't listen, didn't change went away right but 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 jeff bezos at amazon he got it and and he started changing the world by meeting people where they were and so when i saw that several years ago really i said to our people i actually started out with a big poster i said we got to disrupt ourselves or we're going to die wow (laughs) but then i morphed it into we're going to disrupt to be able to thrive Yes. And, and that's the key to success in a very rapidly changing world today is you've got to disrupt yourself almost literally every day because it's changing so fast. If you're hanging on to what made you successful yesterday, it's probably not going to work out tomorrow. So you've got to be willing to disrupt so you can invest in the future, be willing to change, be willing to have a growth mindset. Comes from one of my five great books called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. Great book. People ought to read. Great book. Great book. Great. Carol Dweck. D W E C K, I believe. Right. 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 Yeah. She's a great one. That's one of my five. And look, she um, she coined this notion that you either have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. If you have a fixed mindset, you're a person that believes you can't learn, you can't change, you can't grow. So when changes come you quickly hunker down, become the victim and give up. Right. People with a growth mindset believe they can learn, they can change, they can grow, they can improve. So when the obstacles of life come, when the changes of life come, they believe I can do it. I can overcome this obstacle. I can keep moving towards my purpose, which is what drives us all. You know, it's amazing that you would bring that up because one of the things we talk about on here, the Wealthy Ways uh, show is that wealth comes in a number of ways. We know about financial wealth, but Nido teaches about reputational wealth and about uh, intellectual wealth, uh, uh, educational wealth, health wealth. And so what you have just shared is that it's a mindset. When you get the mindset, you can shift that mindset to grow your wealth in a number of sectors. And in those sectors, you've got to continue. Folks, I love this. Disrupt yourself. Disrupt on, on yourself and, and, and do it on a 
daily basis. What can I do different today than I did yesterday? What can I shake up to get better? Oh, I love this. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Kelly King, who again, folks, is the CEO, Chief Executive Officer of Truist Financial. This is a major uh, uh, situation for him to even have time on his schedule, and I'm grateful for it. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and for sure, (laughs) your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it, and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and I want to encourage everybody to go to winwithwillie.com, winwithwillie.com. All my websites are there, my faith-based website, my music website, my business website, my youth motivation website, our marriage site. You know, many of you know we have a, a popular marriage book. Dee and I have been married for going on now 37 years, haven't had an argument in 34 years, and we are grateful. Well, we got a book called Make Love. Make money, make it last. Ten secrets to shape a great marriage. And every Monday night now, we do a television show on uh, Facebook Live and on Instagram Live. You can get it on LinkedIn Live. You can get it on a number of platforms. Just follow us on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage 
on uh, IG, and then just follow me at Willie Jolly on LinkedIn, and you'll get a, a note about it, or you'll get an alert. Let me tell you, folks, we talk about the things that are making marriages difficult in America. We want, we want to save a million marriages and enhance a million marriages. So if you want to grow and enhance your marriage, join us Monday nights, 9 o'clock Eastern on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and just sign up for LinkedIn. Well, my special guest is Kelly King. He is the chief financial officer, I mean, the chief officer, the chief CEO, the chief executive officer. I gave you some of the things he has done. He's also served as the chairman of the North Carolina Bankers Association, chairman of the North Carolina Rural Economic Center, chairman of the North Carolina Small Business and Technology Development Center, and chairman of the Forsyth County University, uh, United Way. He has Chairman of all of these places. Now, let me tell you something, Kelly. When I read your bio, I said, this guy's chairman of everything. Now, how do you get to be this guy from the country to become the chairman of all of these things? What was it that you learned that helped you? Because part of this is relationship. It's how you build positive uh, powerful relationships. What is it you learned in the process? You came in 1972 to BB&T. And you didn't start at the top. <laughs> you did not start at the top. You probably started, you know, doing, you know, uh, uh, real low. So what did you learn to help you grow to become chairman and chief executive officer? So, Willie, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, and I think this is true for most people. Uh, no, I did not start out uh, thinking I could ever be CEO. I didn't think about, you know, I could ever be capable of being CEO. In fact, when people ask me way back then, you know, what was your dream? You wanted to be CEO? I said, look, coming from where I came from, if you'd have told me I could one day be a branch manager of a bank, I'd have thought you were crazy. Uh, and now, now we have we have over 2,000 of them. Uh, but but here's, here's what happened in my journey, and I hope this will be helpful to your audience. So early on, because of where I came from, very impoverished, uh, difficult childhood, I came out like a lot of people focusing on achieving. I had yes. to be successful. I had to get ahead because I wanted to get away from that tough childhood. Yes. But along the way, I, I developed a, an approach that was not good. I developed an approach that was focused on me. It was all mm. about me. I wanted to get up that ladder and I wanted to get up that ladder fast. And it worked early on because I kept moving fast. I was smart and I worked hard and, and then I learned along the way that that was not a good formula because along the way of trying to focus on me, I sometimes hurt others by stepping on their fingers, going up that ladder. Mm. And, I, and I didn't help others. I was focused on helping me with, with the good intention. I was just trying to help myself sure. uh, because I was trying to get away from where I came from. But I learned, thank God I learned that the most important success in life is to help other people. Absolutely. So, the reason I became chairman of these things was because I just wanted to help the world be better. I just Man. wanted to make life better for other people. I didn't want to be chairman or get some title. I just wanted to do all I could do to help other people. And when you take that attitude, guess what? You get elected to these things. You don't go looking for them. You get elected because they know you're coming from the right place. You want to help others be successful and happy. You know, that is so profound, Kelly, because whether we believe in this carpenter from Galilee or not, he gave us great principles for business success. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Serve, 
servant. The greatest of us is the greatest servant. And I love this quote by Martin Luther King on his last speech at uh, uh, at Ebenezer Baptist before he got killed. His last speech was called the drum major instinct. And in that speech, there's a little piece that speaks right to what you said. That Martin Luther King said a little, just a little segment of that the whole sermon. He said, if you want to be great, that's wonderful. If you want to be important, that's wonderful. If you want to be uh, recognized, but if you really, really want to be great, then you need to know the new definition of greatness. And that definition of greatness is service. He said, you don't have to have a college education to serve. You don't need to know Plato and Aristotle to serve. You don't need to know about Einstein's theory of relativity to serve. All you need is a heart full of love and a soul generated by grace. And you can serve somebody. And if you serve somebody else, you can be great. And it then that others see that in you. And that's where the greatness comes in. Am I right about it? Amen. Amen. All right. All right. We're having a good time here. It's like we're sitting around. I told him it's going to be like us sitting around his breakfast table, me and him just breaking bread, having a good old uh, uh, country breakfast and, and having a cup of coffee and just chatting because that's how friends do. That's how Nito Cobain and I do when I stay at his home. That's how I've done with Dante Wilson when I've uh, uh, when he was president of the BB&T a region in Washington. He would invite me to come to the ball games at the at the arena, and we watch the game, and we go to dinner before, and we just talk about our families and our children, and that's what we wanted to do here. Well, you've got some leadership tenets that you have you have shared, and let me tell you, folks. Let me tell you where I I realized I wanted to know Truist. I wanted to know Kelly. He spoke for the National Speakers Association, not this last summer, summer for last. And he did it with Nito interviewing him, and he was so profound. He was so uh, sincere and humble. That's what I loved about it. He was humble. I said, I got to interview that guy, not knowing that Truist would become my sponsor. I had not had, I just had, had not had that relationship yet, but I was impressed with him and inspired by him. So tell us a little bit about your leadership tenets, uh, Kelly. Yeah, so really, I've been I've been studying leaders for a long, long time. Read a lot of books and all that, and yes, I found out when I read all these books when I got through, it, it didn't tell me really how to be a good leader. And so I, I I like to keep things simple. And so I said, well, what are the real characteristics of an outstanding leader? And there are really three. Mm. Uh, one one is that they're very honest about the reality that they face. They they don't sugarcoat reality. They don't try to make it something different. They're just very honest about here's where we are. Uh, and then the second step is they're very clear about where they want to go. They have a mm. very clear vision of the future. Uh, and the third is they have the courage to go there. Wow. So honest about reality, clarity about where you want to go, and the courage to go there. And that's a good three-step uh, set of principles for our own lives. Yes, yes. Our own lives, because if you think about it, we're all leaders. Everybody's a leader, yep. starting by leading ourselves, leading our family, leading others. And so think about those three as you begin to think about, you know, how you can have a big influence in the world because it'll make a difference. And I love the first one. Be honest about where you are and what you do, where you're presently. But many people aren't honest with themselves and they, they either uh, delude themselves about, I'm in a bad spot here. I need to change this. So honest yeah. about where you are, then what your vision is or where you want to go, and then have the courage and the courage is where it's going to take that's where faith as, as nito calls it he calls it courageous faith and yeah. uh, and we, we must have courageous faith to take action on that in fact my new book is talking about faith in action and how we have to put it in action well you've been able to build this uh great company 
BBT has been just phenomenal. And you've been leading through a tough time. How did you lead through COVID? How did you get through this experience that we've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes? Well, the, the key really was uh, the, the, the very driver of truest and the very reason that we, we became who we are by putting two big companies together uh, on purpose. So, yes. so the, the thing that was our driving force through all of this is our purpose, which is to inspire and build better lives and communities. Yes. So with all of the challenges of COVID, with all of the financial challenges going back over the last year and a half, every day we start, actually we start to, we start with grad, gratitude. When I get Amen. our executive team together, we start with gratitude. Uh, and then we talk about our purpose. What, what can we do today to inspire and build better lives and communities? Because there again, we weren't focusing on how to make more money for Truist. We weren't focusing on how to get our share price higher. We were focusing on how to make the world better one person, one community, one, one client at a time. And so every time problems would come along, and there were a lot of them, as you know, yes. uh, whether it's being flexible and people working from home, not working in an office and all the challenges, and uh, we came right back to our purpose. So in the very early days of COVID, we, we focused and with, with our friend Dante Wilson, we focused on uh, something we call Truest Cares where we went out and immediately put out millions and millions of dollars. And we didn't try to do it in a big way. We tried to go to local community organizations. So we went to our people out in our regions and we asked them who needs help the most. Right. And, and we will get it to them right now. We're not going to wait till next week for a committee meeting. We will get it to them right now because we care. We want to help them get through this crisis and help them be more successful and happy. You know, that's so profound and that's so great because that goes right along with the definition of the word truest, which I looked up because I was always in, in, intrigued by that word truest. Where did they come up with it? How did, and it's actually a word, folks. It means unselfish concern for the welfare of others. Unselfish, altruistic. And altruism is you do without any expectation of anything in return. And uh, as, as uh, Bartley, who... I got this quote from Nito again. He said, give without ever remembering and receive without ever forgetting. And that's how we want to do that. We are grateful for the people. I'm sure you got people in your life who you have uh, never forgotten how they blessed you and helped you when you had nothing. And then you give and people come up to me and say, you did something or you spoke for somebody or you helped us when we went out. I don't even remember. I don't remember. I said, did I? I said, oh, yeah, you came to you came to, our, to our, our, my family when we were and spoken to our, our group. And our, really? Oh, OK. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But that's not why I did it. And that's what you have shown so wonderfully today. We're going to take another quick break for station identification. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that 
others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for being here today. And then I'm grateful for our sponsor, Truist. Now, I've got the CEO of Truist, but if you listen every week, you know I share this same information every week that we're sponsored by Truist, the bank that's here for better. BB&T and SunTrust merged to form Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and better communities. Let me give you just one example of what that means. What that means. Truist has come up with something called the Truist Community Benefits Plan. They earmarked $60 billion, that's right, billion with a B, to invest in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth over the next three years, and they've been doing it consistently. So you can see that while Truist is committed to a better banking experience for you, they're just as committed to giving back to the community and creating meaningful change for all people, all colors, all ethnicities, and who are people who are striving to achieve more. So I hope you will check them out at truest.com. Let me spell that for you again. It's T-R-U-I-S-T.com, Truist Financial, member FDIC. Tell them Willie Jolly said, hey, come on over and check us out. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Well, my guest today is the chief, I keep wanting to say chief financial officer, but chief executive officer of the Truist Financial Corporation. He's also the chairman. He began at Truist, or he began at BB&T in 1972. And he'd been there 49 years. Still look good. Still look young, too. <laughs> Tall and handsome. And look, uh, he is now the CEO. And he said uh, he came from a, a little rural fi- farm where they only had a plank house and didn't have running water inside or indoor bathroom. But he made a decision that his parents were right. Work hard. Work hard. Have a- integrity. Have character. And, and do all you can with what you got. He went to undergraduate school at East Carolina University, and then he went on to graduate school, and, and he went on and got more and more uh, certifications and information. He's gone on to just do incredibly well, and he is helping this bank really impact the people on a global, uh, on a global platform, I say, because we know that we're now in a time where everything is global because of the Internet. And so we're not just looking at America where our, our, our gross national product is only about 5% of the gross national product of the world. And so we got all of these people who we can impact around the world. That's what I'm trying to do with my speaking and my programs. And that's what Truist is doing. Well, I want to talk about a little bit about your growth mindset because you came to BB&T when it was still a, a, a small regional bank. And then somehow it grew and grew and grew. And then you continued to... Uh, let's see. 
Okay. Uh, it continued to grow. It continued to stretch. It continued to expand. But then one day it became an opportunity for this big bank, uh, equal, what they call merger of the equals, VB&T, and this other big bank, SunTrust, to come together. And so you had to have a growth mindset. How did you develop it? And what do you say are the tenets of that growth mindset? So, so the growth mindset uh, is really a, a, a concept of how we think. Okay. And, and, and people develop over their lives a way of thinking. Yes. It, it usually has to do with their experiences, and it has to do with the coaching that they get along the way in life. And now, most people end up, uh, start out with a fixed mindset. And so a fixed mindset is, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of like being a pessimist. Okay, yep. so, so let me let me let me help you understand between uh, the view of an optimist and a pessimist. So, a pessimist is a person who says, "This bad thing happened. It's going to change my whole life. It's going to last forever, and it's all my fault." Mm. An optimist, on the other hand, said, "The same bad thing happened. Uh, it's not going to ruin my whole life. It's probably not going to last forever, and it's not my fault anyway. I just had to deal with it." And so right. they have this optimistic, I can uh, attitude. Well, a growth mindset person has the same mindset. Their mindset is, here comes the problem, here comes the challenge, you know, and it's tough, but I can get around it. I can get over it. I can improve. I can learn. I can grow. And by the way, we can have a growth mindset all the way to the end of life. Now, we, we can continue. God has blessed us with our mental and emotional abilities to be able to grow and change and learn. Uh, throughout our entire our entire lives and so when you have that growth mindset and the challenges come in life and look they come to everybody every day yes if sir I, we all got problems right now when you yep. and i could sit across this table now we can say all right let's let's make a list of my problems it'll be a long list, long list. it would be a long, long list, list. Yes. so we have these problems and so the question is now that the problem's here what am i going to do about it Yes. Well, people with this fixed mindset, this pessimistic mindset, they let the problem win from day one. So they immediately become a victim. They give up uh, and, and they miss out on pursuing their purpose in life. Uh, the growth mindset people facing the same problems say, I can handle this, not in a cocky way, not in an overconfident way, but just a, a deep sense of faith, a deep sense of, of, of security and confidence that says, I can keep learning, I can grow. And by the way, my purpose in life is so important. I must grow. I must overcome this obstacle because I'm not going to let this external obstacle just got thrown at me. I'm not going to let it stop me from pursuing my purpose in life. And so it's that it's that focus on I can achieve. I can achieve my purpose in spite of the obstacles. That's the most important aspect of a growth mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you, you might know, Kelly, I wrote a book that went on to be a global bestseller called A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback. And that we all have setbacks. That's part of life. That we have setbacks. We 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 have time when life knocks us down. But we have to decide whether we're going to stay down or get back up. Life is challenging. Life is difficult. But if you had to read the book, The Road Less Traveled, it says yes. life is difficult. Period. That's the first line. But then it goes on to say, yet it's wonderful and is worth the value of continue to fight. And that growth mindset is what makes it happen, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I want to ask you. From, from your perspective, that you have been able to grow through the challenges, not just go through them, but grow through the challenges of this merger, because it was challenging. You got two big equal banks who had different cultures. Am I right? 
There were some different cultural and there were different stratas. And so how did you work through that? How did you get them to be able to see that we can be a merger of equals that will grow? That had to be challenging, but you did it. Well, we did it. Bill Rogers, the former CEO of SunTrust, and I did it. But here's a distinction, Willie, that's very important. Uh So we really didn't have different cultures when it's properly defined. A lot of people use the word culture, and what they mean is strategies and tactics, you know, how you do things around here. Right. The way we define culture is our purpose, our mission, and our values. Okay, got it. And so the purpose... And the mission and values of SunTrust and BB&T were really very aligned. So okay. when Bill Rogers and I first started talking, and we had known each other for a long time, we knew that we were already aligned in terms of our culture, most importantly, our okay. purpose. Yes. Now, we did have some different strategies, but that was the beauty of coming together because like, they were more focused on big corporate banking. We were more focused on Main Street, community, mid, uh, mid-level company banking. And when we came together, it was like a hand in a glove. Wow. So, so every, it was a very complimentary, but the power of it was this power of the pu- purpose of inspiring and building better lives in community. Each one of us used little different words, but we sat down in a very short period of time and we found these new words that said exactly the same thing. And all of our people immediately attached to it and said, that's it. That's what we've been trying to do all along. So why'd you do it? So now with the scale of being you know, 500 billion versus 225 billion, then guess what? We had the skill to be able to compete with the largest banks. We had the skill to be able to invest in technology. We had the skill to be able to invest $60 billion you alluded to in our communities to help develop affordable housing and send people to college and do all the other things that makes the world better. So it was wow. a marriage, it was a marriage made in heaven, if you will. Wow. Well, then that see, that's good because what we found was these two powerful entities that sometimes could clash. They could knock up against the head. But good thing you had two leaders who were in the place to say, look, how can we win together? And and, and the way to win together that that I loved about this is they said, let's help others. And you get that mindset, folks. I want you to help others, do for others. You'll grow your business when you help others. You help them solve a problem and your business will grow. Well, I want to talk a little bit about hope because one of the keys to success is you must have hope. I like to say this quote, that hope in the future gives you power in the present. Hope in the future gives you power in the present, the, the power through the challenges, the power through the obstacles. So how did you uh, get this mindset of hopes and how did you develop the seeds of hope? Where did, where did that come from? So, so that, that's my favorite message to people today, Willie, and thank you for asking about it. Uh, so, so you're right. When, when people are faced with challenges in life uh, and, and they look forward and they don't have the tools, they don't have the mindset, they don't have coaches, they don't have mentors, uh, then it's a pretty bleak look, look forward. They say, where do I go? And especially if they're not clear about their purpose. If they're not clear about their purpose, then they don't have any hope. If they don't have any hope, they don't have any opportunity. Uh, And and part of what gets people to that place is because they hit stumbling blocks in life and they need a little help. They need Mm. a little help. And this is so important right now for your audience to hear because Across America today, across the world today, millions and millions of people are struggling. They're really, really hurting. They've been through 18 months of this COVID. It's wearing people down. Suicide rates up. 
you know, opioid uh, use is, is a, I mean, people are really, really struggling. And so, right. so, so here's what I say to people, Willie. I say, look, you can make an assumption that everybody you interface with today needs a little help. What they need to know is that my life matters. Mm. So I tell people, when you get up in the morning and you're getting ready, even before you go out and face your loved ones, imagine somebody hands you a handful of imaginary seeds. These are seeds of hope. Mm. And every time you go out and do a little something special, it doesn't take a lot of time, doesn't take any money, just a little extra smile, a little extra pat on the back, a little, hey, how are you? And wait for the answer. Mm. Every time you show somebody that their life matters, then you have helped them. And when you do that, in your mind, take one of those little seeds out of your hand, throw it down on the ground. You planted a seed of hope. And I believe this, Willie, to my toes. When your life comes close to an end and you look back over your life, you'll be able to see all those seeds you planted. You'll see those seeds uh, uh, sprouted up into trees and beautiful flowers. You'll see that little boy down the street that couldn't read and you spent Saturday morning teaching him how to read. You'll mm. see that family that didn't have any money and you took your spare money and bought them a bag of groceries. You'll see that loved one going through a divorce that needed a little help in hand. You'll see all those people that you helped one day at a time, one smile at a time, one person at a time, planting those little seeds of hope. Whoa, folks, that is why he's the CEO of Truist, because he has a heart to serve. And let me tell you, that is the key. I love that seeds of hope. And you put it in those little seeds in your hand. Go out every day, speak to people and say good morning to them. Even if they say nothing back to you, you say good morning because they, they need to hear it sometimes. They just need a little bit of hope. Whoo! I love that seeds of hope. This is fantastic. Well, folks, we got one more segment before we, have, we are ending today's show. So we want you to make sure you stay tuned because we've got some real, you know, you got us coming your way and we got some good information to help you grow your success, your family, your faith, and your finances, and your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided 
to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. Again, I'm encouraging everybody to follow me on all the social media, on uh, at Willie Jolly on uh, Twitter and at Willie Jolly on Instagram. I mean, the Instagram is the real Willie Jolly. And then uh, go to winwithwillie.com, winwithwillie.com. Sign up for my newsletter. It's absolutely free. And on that uh, Win With Willie, you'll hear my song, We'll Get Through This, that so many people have made viral, that through the tough times, through this pandemic, we'll get through this when we work together. So keep the faith. Don't hold, don't don't give up hope because we will get through this. My special guest today is the chairman. He is the CEO of Truist Financial, and he has he has shared so many wise pearls. I'm just I'm just overwhelmed by all of this good information. So if you're not on my newsletter, you'll miss out when I send out the newsletter with the pearls I learned from this interview. So go to winwithwillie.com, sign up for the newsletter. Well. Uh, Kelly King, you have uh, really just shared so much wisdom. Now, I know that wisdom didn't come from uh, just the book. Some of that wisdom came from your folks. Some of that wisdom came from the people you met along the way. Some of that wisdom might have come from your family, your your spouse, your, your children. I, I get wisdom from my son, who's an attorney. I get wisdom from my grandkids. Sometimes they'll give me some wisdom. I'm listening and looking and learning. I, I want to ask you about lifelong learning. I want to ask you about that because that's all my spirit. How important it is to be a lifelong learner? Well, it's, it's really one of the most important secrets to, uh, to life's uh, success and happiness because, number one, uh, if you're honest with yourself, you start out realizing you don't know very much, right? right you're just right. You're kind of getting started. <laughs> right. Uh, I know one of the things that one of my early mentors told me when I first started the bank, he said, I know you just finished uh, 16 years of school and you think you know it all. 
you're just starting learning today because you don't know anything. So I said, all right, I will remember that. <laughs> he was right. right. <laughs> I, I'm still learning every day. But the, the key is to wisdom is to, is to realize that you get wisdom from wise people. Yep. Uh, and and you're right, there are wise people all around us. If everybody has something to offer if we'll just look at them as a human being and look through whatever challenges they may have what are the other charades they may be playing? Try to look through that and find that pearl of wisdom. Because I have found that the greatest lessons in life you learn are the ones you learn from people alive and that are not longer alive. To be honest, I draw a lot of my pearls of wisdom from the Bible and, and from people that lived long, 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 long time ago. Absolutely. Uh, and and uh, and so, uh, but but I learn every single day just like you do. And so I encourage everybody to, you know, be open to learning every day. Be open to recognizing that you don't know it all. It doesn't mean you don't know some things, but you don't know it all. Right. And the more you can learn, the more important you can uh, uh, become in terms of making a contribution. And remember this, the world is changing really fast. If you knew everything in the world yesterday, you don't know everything in the world today because a lot of the new information just was created in the last 24 hours. That's most right. of the information in the world has just been created in the last 20 years. Right. Uh, and, and so uh, we all have to learn every day so that we're prepared to live this day to the best of our ability and then be prepared for tomorrow. Oh, I love that. I love that. You got uh, five traits of outstanding achievers. I love to hear what they are. Yes, I, I love to share this because I've been studying outstanding achievers really for a long time. Uh, and I got on this because about 40 years ago, I observed that companies and businesses in various difficult situations, about 90% of the people or the businesses would not do very well. And they'd say, well, I can't do very well because it's a slow economy or whatever. But about 10% facing the same challenges would go ahead and do well anyway. Right. So I studied that and I said, well, how can that be? Same circumstances, 90% don't do well, 10% do well. So I've, I've been observed, I found out the five characteristics of outstanding achievers. And I know with limited time, I'm gonna give you the Cliff Notes version. Okay. So the first characteristic of outstanding achievers is that they believe absolutely and passionately in what they're trying to accomplish. Mm. Just like the Olympians just now over in, in Tokyo just finished up, you won't find those people who will practice eight to 10 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. You won't find them running around saying, maybe I can be number 13. They believe, <laughs> that they're told, they believe what? I'm going to be number one. That's right. That, that belief, that passion drives the second characteristic, which is they commit the time, energy, and resources to make it happen. If mm. you believe deeply in something, you will commit yourself to it. Then that commitment of time and energy gets translated to the third characteristic, which is to train yourself so you have the best skills. But at the end of the day, whether you're a radio broadcaster, whether you're a banker, whether you're an Olympian, it's the skills you have that makes the difference. But you're right. never gonna have the best skills unless you train relentlessly. You're never gonna train relentlessly unless you commit the time and energy and you won't do that unless you believe deeply in it. And mm. the fourth characteristic is that they enjoy the journey. This is powerful. Mm. They enjoy the journey. And I mean fun and laughter, but I mean a deeper sense of fulfillment, a sense of achievement, a sense of, sense of my life matters. You know, I'm making a difference here. But here's one of the tragedies in life. People take note of this, please. People mostly live in the past or in the future. People that live in the past are the people that are still mad, upset, worried about something that happened five, 10 years ago. They'll right. say, I'm still mad with Tommy. Why are you mad with Tommy? Because 10 years ago, he did such and such and such. And they're just as mad about it as they can be. Tommy hadn't thought about it in 10 years. He's enjoying his <laughs> life. 
<laughs> right. You ruined your life. There's nothing you can do about it. Let it go. Right. Then you have people living in the future. I'll be happy when, you know, when I get that new dream job, when I get retired, when I get that big new house. Win, win, win. Here's the problem. Not a one of us can change yesterday. Not a one of us has tomorrow promise. This is our God-given day to live our life. And yes. I believe everybody has a unique God-given purpose. Nobody else has your purpose. Your purpose. You got to enjoy that journey to be able to fulfill your purpose. And the final fifth characteristic is to have an enthusiastic, positive attitude, like Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. Who Absolutely. I'm sure you oh, like, yeah. Like, like Dr. Peale talked about, enthusiastic, positive attitude, because that gives you the energy and drive to overcome those obstacles. So if you take those five characteristics, write them down, try to live by them, I promise you, you'll be more successful. More importantly, you'll be happier. Enthusiasm, which is taken from the Greek word entheos, which means the God within. And there's a God force within you, folks, that he had just said so wonderfully in those five points that if you will take that God force and you will dedicate it and you'll work on it and you'll be committed to it and you'll put it out to the world. Oh, boy, you can turn the world around. This is my kind of stuff, Kelly King. You're my kind of guy. <laughs> all right. All right. Look, we got only a few more minutes. We got about five minutes left. I want to make sure we get this Yagadas in because the Yagadas, I, 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 I do this with every guest. Imagine you, let's just say you flew into Washington, D.C., and uh, uh, you're coming in maybe for the U.S. Black Chamber. There's some friends of mine, and I know you know my friend Ron Busby over there yeah. and some other fr friends of mine. And you say, we're coming in to do some. Willie, let's, let's, let's get together. I say, sure, Kelly, let's have breakfast. And, we, and after breakfast, I say, well, Kelly, come on, hop in the car with me. We're going to go over to Howard University, and we're going to go on a business class. We go on a business class, and there are all these uh, uh, aspiring business people, and we say, hey, Kelly, tell them that you got us. If you want to be successful, here that you got us. You got to do this a couple things that you got to do tell them a couple you got us all right so so students young adults you've you got to be clear about your purpose you just mm. got to be clear about your purpose because if you get up in the morning and you don't know what your purpose in life is then almost any obstacle can knock you off the road because mm. you don't have that sense of direction because you're going to have problems and if you have the problems and you don't know where you're going you don't have that purpose you don't have the drive you don't have that energy then you're never going to get anywhere. So you got to be very, very clear about your purpose and start early in life. And here's a hint. Uh, when you're trying to zero in on what your purpose in life is, take a look at your childhood. Take a look at your childhood. Like in my case, my childhood was very challenging. Yes. Uh, and so, and so it's a very negative kind of environment. So you know what my purpose in life is? To make a positive, meaningful impact on the lives of as many people as I can. So, so figure out your purpose in life. It'll help drive you. It'll drive you uh, to be more successful. And then the second you gotta is you gotta be clear about the distinction between success and happiness. Mm. So many people get really confused because they think I gotta be successful because everybody said, go out there and be successful. Uh, the problem is the world tricks you. The world says success is about how much money you have, how big your house is, how many cars you have, all that stuff. And it'll make you happy. The problem is it won't. Now there's nothing wrong with having it, it's fine. It's just not going to make you happy. What's going to make you happy is a sense of purpose. And here's a real secret takeaway. You know what one of the most important things you can do to make yourself happy is? Help other people. Help They've others. studied it scientifically. They've proven when you help other people, your brain causes endorphins to be released. It's like runners high. And you'll just feel better if you just go out and help other people. Sow those seeds of hope. Help everybody. Be successful as you can. Focus on being happy. Sow seeds of hope. Be clear about your purpose, and you'll make the world better. Woo -hoo -hoo. No wonder they chose you 
as the CEO, because not only do you know the banking business, but you know faith, you know God, you know the importance of the real core principles for life, that you help others, you serve others, and you do good. And if you do good, you've done your work. Kelly King, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Folks, I want to thank Kelly King. I want to thank Truist Bank for being my sponsor. We've been partnering with Truist, uh, and we are, we're excited about that, and we're going to even help them do more. We got big plans. We got big plans. I got big plans. Willie Jolly and Truist are going to do big things. So I want to thank you all. They have been committed to inspire and build better lives, as you heard him say. And so we want you to know they're unleashing potential at Truist. So let them know that I sent you. Go to truist.com, truist.com financial truest bank you'll be glad you did i want to thank all of you i want to thank kelly king for being my special guest again i want to thank nito kubain my dear friend uh, uh, from high point university who is on the board of directors at truest i want to thank my dear friend dante wilson who is a VP at Truist and is one of the great classy guys. I want to thank all of the team at Truist who helped to make this possible and my team who made it possible. And I want to thank all of you again. I want you to share this video, this audio, this message with Lottie Dottie and everybody. And I want you to continue to stay with us on Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show every week on this network. And when you can't get it on here, go to the podcast, Willie Jolly Wealthy Way podcast. Go to C-Suite Radio. That's a great place. We're partnering with them to make it available to even more people. And if you can't get it there, go to iHeart and Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and, and all the others. And follow us on A Jolly Marriage for Facebook and A Jolly Marriage on Instagram for the Jolly Marriage Show. Make love, make money, make it last, the broadcast. And last but not least, remember to give God glory for everything and make the most of every minute because your best is yet to come. God bless you. This is Dr. Willis Have a great day on purpose. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire. 
willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.